Come on, here we go. Come on, I'm going to have the microphone. I'm going to have the microphone back. Um, I'm so excited to be bringing a word tonight. But how many of you know God changes things up? God changes things up a fair bit, and um, I really feel. I just want to share a really quick story with you. Many years ago. I was relatively mentally unstable. Don't say anything, any staff, if you know me right now. Uh, this is just a joke. Many years ago, um, I really struggled. Uh, we're talking many years ago now, probably about 15 years ago, I struggled in a particular area and I had a little bit of depression. And I remember really crying out to the Lord and saying, God, heal me of this depression. God, when are you going to come through? When do I get my deliverance? You know, and I was constantly, I, I sound more... Um, excited when I, I wasn't really like that. I was more kind of sitting down going, God, when are you going to heal me? Um, but what happened was that gradually and incrementally I started to get better and the Lord really p- pulled me out of that season. But this is really interesting. Someone gave me a word and they rang me and they said, Daryl, I've got a word for you. And I said, what's the word? And this is the word that they gave me. The Lord says, you're not fragile anymore. And I'm telling you right now, I got so delivered because I'd had such a spirit of foreboding that my life was gonna go wrong because I was unstable. But the Lord said, you are not unstable. You're not fragile anymore. And I wanna, yeah, this is many years ago, but yeah, praise the Lord that I'm all right now. And so everyone's like, phew, and he's preaching tonight. That's good. You've got a, a relatively mentally sound preacher. But the reality is that Paul said, he said, if I'm in my right mind, it's for your sake. And if I'm out of my mind, it's for the Lord. So, okay, so. But the reason I'm saying that is because deliverance and freedom takes all different forms. How many of you know that's true? And I really believe that tonight God, is, God wants to touch people in a different way. I really believe that He wants to touch people in such a way that we leave here tangibly freer than when we came in. The vision I had, I had this, uh, when I came in, when I was here, I had this vision of all of these chains and they were literally wrapping around and going up and down and across and I saw all these chains and the chains kept on turning into snakes and then back to chains. Did you say, can you just tell us what you saw? Because just, do you want to just come and share? No, we'll just come and share. Come on, you, you've, you've seen it. Andrea. Andrea is one of our interns. I got the name right. Awesome. Um, I thought I was going crazy because I saw chains slithering and turning into snakes and turning back into chains and then going back into snakes, slithering on the floor and falling and slithering. Falling. Falling. There you go. And this is exact. Did you see it? Is it coming? You tell us as well. Why not? Let's go. We can get. Twice the fun tonight, so good. Tell us what you saw. Hi, and to build on that, I saw as the, um, the chains were coming down and the snakes were kind of all around, like intertwining between people's legs and the chairs, God was just lifting us above all of that and the feet, like our feet were just kind of raising up. Yes, yeah. come on. So good. So our feet were just raising up, and I love that. And this is really, really cool because the Lord spoke to me tonight, and I said, what do you want me to talk on? I'm not going to do the full thing tonight. I'll do it, I'll do it next time I'm up, but uh, just because I, I really want to minister into it as well. But um, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, I want you to talk about feet. <laughs> and I said, why are we talking about feet? So can you put up um, Psalm 18, verse 33 for me? And I'm very excited. Everyone say excited. Come on. This is going to be a good night. How many of you know? How many of you like freedom? How many of you like deliverance? But I feel like one of the things the Lord is saying is there is going to be freedom and deliverance in the ascension. There is going to be freedom and deliverance in the ascension. Because how many of you know the closer? And Todd's been talking about this a lot. But how many of you know the closer you get, or let's say this, the higher you ascend? the less the earth and the demonic has a pull on you. How many of you know that's true? And things and chains can just fall away. And that's exactly what I saw. I saw these chains becoming snakes and then just, and then it's funny, exactly the same vision. Isn't that amazing? God's so good. Okay, let's read this together. He makes my feet like hind's feet or the feet of the deer and sets me on my high places. We've been talking about this a lot. We've also been talking about Psalm 24. Who can ascend the holy hill of the Lord? We've been talking about that a fair bit as well. Um, I had an experience more than, this happened more than once in my 
lifetime. But I had an experience where I went into a friend's house and I sat down at my friend's house. This is many, many years ago. I think I was a teenager at the time. This happened a few times in my life. And I remember going to my friend's house and hanging out with my friend and, you know, going in and sitting in the living room and chilling out, sitting on the sofa. His mum's there. Can you still see me? Yeah. His mum's there. Everyone's there. We're going there and I'm looking around at the sofa and, and then he goes like, someone goes, hey. <laughs> and they go, Someone's standing poo. Now, how many people, <laughs> don't put your hands up. Anyway, so then everyone, then everyone's in, and then I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm a teenager, I'm in the living room, and the living room is, you know, how many of you know that your friend's carpet was always nicer than yours? And it was always cream, and it was always fluffy. <laughs> it's true, isn't it? How many people ever had friends, you go into this, go into their, their, their carpets were always nicer than yours? And I remember just, I'll sit here, and I just remember, uh, I just remember going and I'm going, oh my goodness, no. And, I, and then I'm like, it's undoubtable. I can smell the poo too. And, and, and I remember, it's funny because, come on, has no one ever had this happen to them? Anyway, and then I'm like, oh no. And then I'm scanning with my eyes the beautiful cream carpet. I'm scanning it because I'm looking for any potential invaders, you know. And I look down and I'm like, oh my goodness, there is a stain marker all the way to my chair. Never happened to any of you, has it? Anyway, and then, then the dreaded three words come out of the mother. The dreaded three words. Who knows what the dreaded three words are? Check your shoes. No! I wanted to die right there. I'm like, no. So I'm, so I'm, I'm sitting down on the couch and I look and there is so much poo on my shoe. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Now there's nothing you can do about it. You are right there. And I remember going, you know, it's like, it was me. You know? And the worst part, the next part's the worst part. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, everyone, it was me. I brought the poo in, you know, embarrassing. And then you're getting up, so you look at the thing, then you get up, and you've got to get up like this. <laughs> and then you try to take your shoe off. Anyway, so you take your shoe off. But the worst part, everyone say worst part. The worst part is when the mother is scrubbing the carpet in front of you and you're like, oh my God, can I go upstairs now? Because I am so embarrassed. And you're like, I'll help you. There's a 13 year old boy trying to help a mother scrape, but you know, scrub the carpet, just not happening. Okay, all right. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because how many of you know that sometimes your shoes can be muddied by the world? How many of you know that's true? But how many of you know it says in the word that God will give us hinds feet or feet like the feet of a deer in order that we can stand on our high places. Now this is really interesting. <laughs> Actually I won't say that just yet. Can we put up the, the picture first of all? So God makes my feet like the feet of a deer. Oh okay perfect. Now who's <laughs> Okay, now I just want to show you something. Ready? Do I? Now, that, they're Giorgio Armani and Heinz feet right there. But, but what's really interesting is the Lord is talking about the deer, not because he gives us these special feet, but because the deer or the hind, how many of you know what the hind is? The hind is the female deer. And the female deer has an ability within the inch to stay, take steps forward with the front feet and then have the back feet follow and stand exactly where the front feet are. Have you ever seen a deer standing like this? No, all right, okay, wow. Is everyone okay tonight? Okay, cool. Okay, all right. It's the poo story, I know. All right, so, so it says, he has given us, you can take the picture down now. So he has given us hinds feet or feet, the feet of a deer. Now, could you get, uh, put up for me, um, Proverbs uh, chapter 4, verse 26 and 27, please. Let's read this one together as well. You'll see where we're going tonight. It says this, Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Let's read the next bit together. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Well, I'm sorry about the graphic nature of the story at the beginning, but the reality is that there, is, there are so many scriptures in the Word. Let's read another one, Proverbs chapter 1, verses 15. My son, do not 
walk in the way of them, keep your foot from their path. Next one, verse 16. For their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed blood. Now this is really interesting, isn't it? Well, we'll do, let's do, we'll do just a couple more. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to spend the whole night going into, into a feet scriptures. But, but I think it's really, really important that we kind of frame this up before we jump into what I feel like the Lord is saying. Let's go to Psalm, let's go to Psalm 119 verse 105. And this is my favourite, one of my favourite scriptures. You will know this one. Okay, it says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, how many people like that one? This, is, everyone, is everyone okay tonight? Okay, cool. So your word is a lamp unto my feet and, and a light unto my path. And what's really interesting is that I really believe that the Lord is saying that through ascension, there is going to be deliverance, right? But I believe that our shoes can be muddied because of the way that we walk. And what's really interesting is that prophetically and spiritually, when we look at these scriptures specifically, we know that, yes, we're righteous and we're, you know, holy and, you know, but what happens is that we can be, it says this, it says, beloved, let's put up 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 11, 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 11, and it says, abstain, I think it's one, it should be 1 Peter or 2 Peter, but let's just say 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. It says, Beloved, I urge you as aliens. How many aliens have we got here? Okay, amen. Come on. Nanu, nanu. And it's not just, do you remember Mork and Mindy? And it's a, beloved, beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts or sinful desire, which wage war against the soul. And, we, and which is really interesting. So, so what we've got then is we've got this ability in God or we've got a command from the Lord to believers that we need to abstain from sinful or fleshly desire because they actually wage war against the soul. But I'm going to put it, put it a little bit differently. I believe that the things of the world, it says that we're no longer, um, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says that we're new creations in Christ Jesus and it says the old has gone, the new has come. And so I'm not going to talk about sinful nature and if we've still got, uh, I'm not going to go into that tonight. But what I do want to go into is this, that there is a choice that we can make where I believe that we can transition from walking the way the world walks and start our walk or start our ascension into the high places. And this looks like decisions. Everyone say decisions. Now this is, it sounds like I'm kind of preaching a little bit about what, uh, like a little bit of what Todd's been speaking about, but what it is, is coming from a bit of a different angle, because one of the things that God is doing with us at the moment is he wants to show us the road to freedom, but the road to freedom is up, and you can't have both. And what's so interesting is you can't have a place where you are befriending the things of the world and still engaging in sinful desire and fleshly lusts and have Hind's feet to ascend the holy hill of the Lord. You, we, you can't have both. That's why it says in Psalm 24, which was the psalm that I got at the beginning of the year, it says, who can ascend the holy hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart and who has not lifted his soul up to an idol. So what does that mean? Exactly what it says. Who can ascend the holy hill? So there's a reality where we have to cut off walking the way that the world walks in order to ascend according to the beckoning of the Lord in order that we would be able to occupy the high places that God has always had for us. It says in the book of, we just read it, Psalm 18 verse 33, God has given me hinds feet that I should occupy. Basically it says that I should have my high places. And so he has high places set up for all of us and he's saying, are you ready to ascend? Now, how many people have been in a place where you've been wanting to ascend, been wanting to come up higher, but then suddenly you feel like you are and then you get dragged back down. It's like, I think, again, Todd preached on this, uh, snakes and ladders, you know, that you go a few steps up and then you feel like, you know, you go ascending, ascending, and then you're descending all the way back down. And then you're ascending, <laughs> then you're descending. How many people have ever had that before? And part of the reason for that is that our frequency drops because we start to compromise our eye gate, our ear gate, and what we eat, and we start to compromise who we are, and we let go of the frequency of heaven, reading the word, praying, being in God, and we start to engage with the frequency of the world, which is a lower frequency, and we get muddied again by the low frequency of the world, and we start to descend and not ascend anymore. But today the Lord is saying, are you ready? 
to ascend again. I'm not saying that anyone hasn't ascended. Is this speaking to anyone today? Okay, awesome. So I'm not saying you're not ascending, but, you want to say but, but there is a new level of ascension that God wants us to have. And it starts by us transitioning, and I believe changing our shoes. And so, okay, all right. Let's, hmm. Let's put up uh, book of Isaiah chapter 52. It says this, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet who brings good news, who proclaim peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. Now just stop it there for a second. How beautiful on the mountains. Now, what's a mountain? It's a high place. When we ascend, or let's just say this, when we occupy the mountains or we come up to a high place, we actually have the ability for our voice to proclaim, to proclaim and it goes further than it did initially. And let me tell you this right now, that's one of the things that God wants to bring us into. And he's saying, are you ready for your voice to go far and wide? Are you ready for the decree of heaven to go far and wide over your life? And this is something that he's calling many people into in this time. But he's saying there's a big transition that's going to take place initially. And the transition looks like life-altering changes and life-altering choices. Because then what happens is the de declaration goes far and wide. And then when the declaration goes far and wide, it says, who proclaims peace, who proclaims glad tidings of good things. And actually says, and says to Zion, your God reigns. You see that there is, a, there it is, and proclaim salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. You see, we're in a season right now, I believe, where God is saying that there is so much for the taking. There is so much that needs to be spoken to the body of Christ. There is so much that needs to be spoken to the mountains. There is so much that needs to be proclaimed from the high places, from the mountaintops, all over the earth. Everyone say, all over the earth. You see, we're being called to take the mountains. But, oh no, it sounds like we'd be, you know, I'm, I'm saying something we've already said before. But what's really interesting is there's so many times we connect with people and, we, you know, we're, we're, we're connecting and everyone's doing such a great job in their world. But then they're like, well, I was doing so well, but now I feel like I'm not doing as well as I did. Or I feel like I was really going for God. And then I got hit and I was spoken on Run the Gauntlet last time I was up here. And I talked about distractions and things that come in. But, but really, and Todd's been talking about this gravitational pull reality. It really is the gravitational pull and the world itself and the affection to the world that ends up muddying our walk and then stops us from being able to occupy the or places that God is calling us to occupy. And this is, if we can catch this, then we can go, okay, it's time. Everyone say it's time, because it really is time. And I feel like this is the whole thing again and again, we're saying the whole thing, it's saying the same thing. But, but God will repeat something consistently until people catch it, because his desire is us to, for us to really stand in those places, occupy those places, and then do the things that we need to do from the heavens down onto the earth. How many of you ever, ever felt, got into a place of warfare before and God said, you know, you're doing warfare, and God said, you're doing it from the wrong place? How many people have ever had God say that before? And what did he say to you? He said, you've got to be doing it from the high place, from the heavens. You've actually got to go from, you are, we are seated in heavenly places and we come down from heaven and kaboom. We blast the enemy from the highest place. Why? Because the enemy, we are seated with Christ far above every rule, principality and power. So if we are seated with Christ far above, everyone say far above, every rule, principality and power, then when we are administrating warfare, as it were, with the Lord against the enemy, we are not doing it ground level. We're not doing it second heaven because we're seated far above. So we have to administrate from heaven down. We have to, that's actually the biblical truth. But if we are stuck in the world, muddied in the world, you can't access the weaponry that you have at rest at the right hand of the Father in Christ, administrating from heavenly place. You can't access that weaponry because you are muddied and stuck to the world. There's a stick, how many people have ever felt stuck? And it's because we invest in our, we invest in the world and then we get stuck in the world and it's like, I don't want to say it's like poo, but it's like glue. It's like, get this off me. How many people have ever felt that? How many people you've ever been with someone and after you're with them, don't think of anyone. Um, oh gosh, I won't look at anyone actually. I'll just go, I'll go over here. That's really bad. But how many of you been with someone? No, I won't go there either. <laughs> and you feel defiled after you've hung out with them. 
How many people have ever had that? I remember going to my friends um, in the UK and they'll never watch this and if they do, praise the Lord, you all need Jesus right now. Um, but I remember going to my friends and hanging out with my friends and, and for one day, I got one day in London and they were so excited. They go, oh, Daryl's back from Australia. Let's hang out with him. And I didn't drink alcohol or anything and they said, let's go out. We're going to meet our friend's house. We're in the central London. It's going to be awesome. And I went in. They said, oh, the priest is here. The priest's here, yeah. And I went in and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is not good. And then I sit down. And as I sit down, they pull out a whole table of cocaine. And I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness, I'm here to apply for my Bible college visa. (laughs) And I had one day with them. And I literally thought we'd play cards. I'd have a Red Bull. I'd stay up quite late. They're like, come on, we're going out to the rave. Come on. And I remember going, oh my goodness, this is not a good situation. Anyway, so they end up doing all their drugs. I didn't do too much that night. But what happened was, (laughs) I'm joking. Come on, you know that's a joke. Obviously, I kept on saying, no, no, I'm not going to connect with that. But let me tell you this right now. Then we went into the, when we got into the, then we got into the taxi and we went to this nightclub and I walked into the nightclub and I was like, wow, yeah, and they're all dancing. They're all, yeah, this is awesome. Daryl, that's awesome. Can we get you a drink? And I said, yeah, yeah, go, get, me, get me a Coke. I think I was on, had one Red Bull and I said, get me a Coke. And they went to the bar to get me a Coke and I left. Walked out, got in a taxi back to, back to uh, my house in London. I just, I just left. Why? Because I felt defiled. I felt completely icky. And I remember going back and I was like, oh, I need a shower. How many people have ever been with people and you feel like you need a shower afterwards? Gosh, that's a bit. Because there is something of where the Lord says, come apart and be separate. There is something about the people of God that are designed, not, but we don't separate, we don't go out of the world. How many of you know that's true? But we don't associate with the world in the same way because we have to be a light but it doesn't mean that we don't connect. You know, Jesus was a friend of sinners and tax collectors and blah, blah, blah. But the reality is that we are called to be this light, but we can't engage and connect because there's a level of defilement. Now, I felt super defiled in that situation because my friends were just swearing, so coarse, the joking, disgusting. Like, yeah, yeah, so funny. And I'm like, ah. And every time my spirit was like, get out of here, get out, this is disgusting, wrong place. It was like, bang, 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 internally. And I'm like, there is such an internal, internal gong going off in me, I've got to get out of this nightclub. I've got to get out of here right now. Why? Because God had set me apart and set me apart for a different thing. And there was so, and so this is really interesting. So one of the things that I believe that God is doing with us at the moment is he's aligning us. He's aligning us to new levels of freedom. And I'm not saying that people you know, have bad things that they're connected into, but God is going to teach us what it is to literally ascend and to feel that high frequency, feel that place of purity and literally abide in those heavenly places and administrate into the earth from a place of power and a place of influence in this next season in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So good. So everyone just close your eyes for a second. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you so much for every person here. And I thank you for the the journey of ascension that we're on. We're not finished yet, I just feel to this bit right now. And I just want to just acknowledge before the Lord, if God has been speaking to you about something that has muddied your world internally, and you know that it's time to draw a line in the sand and separate, that thing, just put your hand in the air. You just know that God's, wow, okay. That's why we're talking about this today. Okay, thank you so much. You can put your hand down. And so those people, just pray this with me. Just say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Actually, let's all pray it just so that those people don't feel exposed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that tonight is a night of deliverance. We choose to say yes to the higher path, to the path of freedom. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, to clean and cleanse us tonight in order that we can ascend more fully into your holy hill. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now, there's a really interesting scripture where Jesus is washing the feet. And who remembers what Peter says when Jesus is washing the feet? He says, you can't have any part of me 
unless I wash your feet. And then Peter goes, oh my goodness, God. Well, if that's the case, I want you to wash my head, my arms, and my lady there, doesn't he? He said, and, and we're talking about something ceremonial. Um, and just remember when we read the Bible, Todd said something excellent actually on Sunday. He said, I think it was Sunday. He said that when you're reading the Bible, there is an assumed knowledge of Jewish heritage and history written there. I think that's absolutely profound. If you think about that, that just kind of releases you when you're reading things too. But there is going to be a presumed knowledge base of washing and ceremonial washing. And so he says, wash my feet. Now, what's really interesting about that is that Jesus, I believe it was a prophetic sign for us today that we had to have the world washed off us that we have to have the world washed off us. And today I went for a pedicure. Now, I don't know if anyone's ever been to a pedicure before. Um, has anyone ever been for one? Okay, any men? <laughs> Todd, come on. <laughs> All those places that we went, Todd. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, now the, now the could. Now we'll get that all out. No. But this is really cool. So anyway, so today, so we, okay, let's get a real show of hands now. How, no, no. But I, I, there was something really funny. I was, I was prepping for the message today. And in the, you know, I'm prepping for the message and I'm getting myself ready. And the Lord's speaking to me about our feet and not walking in the path of the unrighteous. And then the Lord says to me, he goes, go for a pedicure. And I'm like, sure. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've had many pedicures in my life and I really enjoy them. And so I went, and, and, and why do I do that? Because my wife goes, Daryl, do something about those feet. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're beautiful feet. Why are the women clapping? <laughs> and then you get in, then you get into the place, you take your shoes and socks off, and the woman's like. <laughs> and then they're like, you do it. No, 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 you do it. $10, you do it. <laughs> um, anyway, it wasn't, wasn't the case, I have beautiful feet. Um, but I went for this pedicure today and I'm sitting in the pedicure and how many of you know that a prophetic person or a prophet's life is parabolic? So I'm sitting here having my pedicure, really enjoying it with the massage thing, it's awesome. Um, and I'm in there and the Lord said, I said, what am I doing? So I finish the pedicure, I might have got my nails done as well. My, and, and, and so then I got my nail and, and the Lord spoke to me and I said, what is it? And he said, I'm cleansing people's feet. I'm cleansing people's feet. And I said, what? And he said, from the staining of the world. Now, you can't make that up. I wasn't normally going to go and do that, but this is what the Lord said to me. So, there is something that the Lord is saying in this season. How many of you know that, that where you walk and the way you walk is really important? And how many of you know that the way you walk actually carries memory? Now, I love buying new shoes. I'm not going to go into hundreds of stories just for time's sake. But I like buying new shoes. And the Lord said to me, I will give you a new pair of shoes. <laughs> I'm laughing just because. Um, I'll give you a new pair of shoes um, every time you step into a new season because it'll be a new way of walking for a new season. Now, I overindulged that. And I said, God, I feel right now that it's a new season in God. Daryl, where are you going? Nowhere. <laughs> I'll get this one, then there's a new season. I feel like it's a red season and a green season and a purple season. So I'll get all those three pairs. But what happened was, and the reason I'm saying it is this, the reason I'm saying that is because that actually became really legitimate. And I said, Why, what is it about shoes? And he said, when you are walking in a particular season in your life, the one thing that you always see is what you're wearing. And I said, what? And he says, you always see your shoes. Because you know, when you're walking, you look down at your shoes. And then he says, I'm actually healing memory. Now, this was back in the day, not now. But he said, I'm actually healing memory of past seasons by giving you new shoes so that you understand that you are walking and operating at a higher and a different level in each season because you're going from glory to glory. Isn't that awesome? So full permission to go pedicures and then buy shoes. But, but what's interesting about that is the Lord said to me today, I'm cleansing people's feet from the world. I'm cleansing it so in order that we can come up higher. And we've just done one prayer, but this is one of the things that God wants to do. And I'm not gonna, we're not going to get the team to wash people's feet tonight, much as you know. as <laughs> if that's going to happen. Everyone, the staff will leave <laughs> just here by myself. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. I'm making myself laugh. But... 
But I, do you know, I washed someone's feet once. The Lord spoke to me and said, wash someone's feet in healing rooms. And I said, sure. And I really didn't want to do that. Were you there? Oh, did I wash your feet? Wow. <laughs> did I really? Wow. Washed, what the, did I wash everyone's feet in the whole meeting? Praise the Lord. That was when I was not in my right mind. That was when I was talking to you at the beginning of my, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But I watched Jared's face, and look at Jared now. I mean, he's just like, a, um, but, it's, but, but anyway, but I believe that spiritually the Lord is washing up and it's nearly like he's washing off the dust of last season. And he's, it's nearly like he's re-cleansing our feet tonight. And he's saying, how beautiful are your feet? And you're going, are they? And he says, they are after tonight. Because there is something happening in the realm of deliverance. The shackles and chains I saw tonight were from the ankles. They were from bondage to the world. And the Lord says, tonight you go free. Tonight you go free from the bondages of the world and you start to ascend again into my holy hill like never before. And as you start to come up, just watch what I'm going to do with you. Just watch the places you're going to go as I transform your feet into those beautiful hinds feet in order that you can occupy and stand on your high places. God is, how many of you know God's in a good mood? How many of you know that we, we are moving, I believe we're moving into another season of deliverance in general, um, which is going to be very exciting over the next few weeks. But I just want to encourage you, I feel like not to go any deeper into that tonight, but I just want to pray a couple more prayers tonight. Is that okay for everybody? Because I just feel like that's what God is on tonight. So can everyone just stand to their feet? Can I get the pads on? Or, or Joel, whichever one is easier. We're not finished. We'll be finished in about 15 minutes. But I just want to do some more praying because I really feel like this is what we need to do tonight. Now we've already done a prayer about being connected to the things of the world. But I really feel like I want to talk about the race that's being run and what that looks like in the place of ascension. It says, let us throw off the sin that so easily entangles us and run the race with perseverance. And I don't want anyone to focus on this particular thing I'm saying, but I do, if it triggers something, it triggers something. But I do wanna, I do wanna say this, that so many times in God, and I believe this is gonna speak to a lot of people now, so many times in God, we, we ascend, we get to a particular place and then we get discouraged because it feels like we go backwards. It feels like we go backwards and it actually puts something internally into our world that doesn't allow us to move forward effectively. That maybe you feel like you go four steps up and then you feel like you go two steps backwards again and it literally like you can't get the breakthrough. And every time you touch a realm of heaven, every time you touch a place in God, you move into a place of encounter, you move into a place of revelation, you go, I'm, things are going great right now. And literally a day later, it feels like you're now back in a gutter or you're literally being stampled upon or you're literally being completely muddied again by an old season, something of the past, literally like a bungee cord has pulled you backwards into that horrible place again. Can I just get a show of hands if that speaks to you right now? Okay, cool, all right, that's heaps of you, okay. So what I wanna do is I really believe that what God wants to do is He wants to bring people out. Now I know that there's a lot of work that we need to do internally with structures and healing and, and I'm sure that the team can assist with that one day in the future through the right application processes. But, but tonight what I wanna do is I wanna focus on any spirit of foreboding. And it's funny because I, we've been praying about this just recently. The fear of foreboding is having fear that something's gonna go wrong again. How many people have ever had that before? You feel like something's going wrong, but specifically in the area of you're going so well in God. Things are going so well, but then a disappointment comes in or something happens and you stop, something re-triggers and you feel like, again, you go back to the start, which isn't true, by the way, because you go from glory to glory. But you do, you can obviously come back down the mountain again. So that speaks to all those people. So those people specifically, I just want you to pray this prayer with me. Just, just, just put your hands out to receive. And just say, Father, I ask you tonight to entirely eradicate the spirit of foreboding. Today I choose to entirely repent, wow, and renounce 
for any time that I have partnered with the spirit of fear or foreboding connected to ascension and my destiny. And so I'm just gonna pray this. So right now in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every person in this place that there would be an eradication of the spirit of foreboding in the name of Jesus, where fear has literally taken up residence, where foreboding has taken up residence to pull people back into an old state, an old mindset. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we break that in Jesus' name and we cast it out tonight corporately in Jesus' Name. We declare that this place is a foreboding free zone in the Name of Jesus. We declare that this house will be a foreboding free house, that we will have a positive expectation of future good, that we will always look at the future in You and know that the plans and purposes that You have for us are for good and not for evil, plans to give us a hope and a future. And so for those people just say this, Father, I acknowledge that Your plans for me are to give me a hope and a future. You are good and what You do is good. In Jesus' Name, Amen. So good, Amen. Good, okay, cool. Okay, now, the whole ascension thing, and I'm just gonna talk about frequency now. How many people, oh, I won't ask you to show, you, show of hands, but I will just do this, okay. Our eye gates and our ear gates and what we eat are very, very important. And I was doing these prophetic intensives and I still do. And in, in the second part of them, I actually do something called, we do something called auditing the gates. It's an audit of the eye gate, the ear gate and what you eat. How many people God's been speaking to you about what you watch? How many t- people God's been talking to you about what you're listening to? Yeah, so how many people God's been talking to you about what you eat, what you consume? They're, all, they're gates. And that's actually the gate of the temple of God. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna repent for anything that has defiled the temple. Is that cool? It's a big deal. So if you don't want this prayer, it's time to, no. Um, And so how many people would like to do that now? Awesome, so just pray this with me. Father, in the Name of Jesus, I repent for any time that I have defiled my body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit. I repent for defiling the temple through my eye gate. I repent for any defilement through my ear gate. And I repent for any defilement through my mouth. And I ask you today to cleanse my temple fully from anything that came in that's unfitting for who I am in the Name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Awesome. You guys can just grab your seats for one minute. I'm just gonna ask you to put up one more Scripture. Ephesians chapter four, verse one. Is everyone okay? Is everyone feeling encouraged? Sort of. Okay, semi. Okay, good. This is good. So good. Ephesians chapter four, verse one. And I'm just gonna put this on. And this is, I know it seems, I'm just so excited to see what people come into fullness now and to start to get this revelation of who we are, where we sit and how we're gonna work from that place. So, so important. And it says this, oh, it does say this. I can, I can just, that's okay, I can just say it, it's fine. It says, walk in a manner worthy of the calling that you have been given in Christ Jesus. Walk in a manner, everyone say it with me. Walk in a manner worthy of the calling you have been given in Christ Jesus. What does it say at the beginning? What's the first word? Walk. And so what God is saying is it's all about the walk. It's all about your feet. Because your feet are the feet that are shod with the gospel of peace. How beautiful are the feet who bring good news. This is what it's all about. And as a sending base, as an apostolic sending place, we are called to send people out. So we have to focus on people's feet. Not in a weird way. I still can't believe I, I washed everyone's feet in the hill. God, that's really very obedient. Um, 
but what's really, did I share the story? I didn't even share the story. I'll share the story really quickly. Um, um, I, there was a guy who had scolia, what would, hump, and he had, so I watched, oh wow, so I watched his feet. Do you remember what happened? He had a hump in his back and he had a, like a weird, I don't, I don't even know what it was, but anyway, he was a, a guy that had a, a really bad hunch in his back and he had a problem, like a scoliosis, but it was a really severe thing and he wasn't able to stand up properly, was he? Chef, you remember exactly. And I said, I said, I'm gonna wash your feet. And do you remember what happened? I, God said, wash his feet. And I said, sure. So I washed his feet. And do you remember what happened? Did, were you there in the meeting? He, he start, I washed his feet and as I did, he started to straighten up as we washed his feet. And I, it was so amazing to watch that. And I just wanna, I'm <laughs> coming into this now, but I just wanna encourage you in something that there is something of the cleansing. There is something that we carry every place that we walk. There is something that we carry. And, and let me tell you this, I'm not saying that we don't go into places that we're, you know, not, don't be, we're not being weird about this. I mean, you can go into anywhere, you know, in God and release light. But I mean, I'm talking more so about where your heart leads you when your heart isn't leading you into right places. And so this is really, really important. Did you get the Scriptures just so we can? Oh, it's fine, don't worry. All good, all good. Can we just put up Psalm chapter one and we'll finish with that? Finish with Psalm chapter one. And this is really, really cool. Um, or, or Jeremiah 17. No, Psalm chapter one, we'll do it that way. And so, so Psalm chapter one says, they're, they're, how many of you know Jeremiah 17 verse seven mimics Psalm chapter one? How many of you know that? Okay, now you do. Okay, cool. It says this, it says, how let's read it together. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. Next one. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. What, what's that from? It's from the book, what, which other book is that in? Book of Joshua, chapter one, verse eight talks about meditating day and night on the Lord. I think it's verse eight. But here's the line, next one. Okay, for he will be like the tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and its leaf does not wither. And whatever he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, they are like chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. The Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. And so, I'll just, just leave it there, that's fine. But this is funny, we look at the way, the way of the wicked, the way, the, the walk of the unrighteous, do not stand in the way of scoffers, do not walk in those ways. And the Lord says, my ways are higher than your ways. But the Lord says, don't look at the ways of the world. Don't look at the way that the world operates. Don't be jealous for the way that the world gains wealth. Don't be, uh, don't admire the world as it were. Does that make sense? So that you don't get tied to the world. And instead you don't walk in the world's ways, but you, work in, you walk sorry, in the ways of the Lord. And the Lord is saying that my way is a high way of holiness. And so now God is calling us out and He's saying, are you ready to ascend the holy hill of the Lord and walk on the highway of holiness? How many people are ready for that? So good. Grab your communions. do communion and then we're gonna I just want to prophesy over one guy um, just with the with the hat oh, he just took his communion early I'm just gonna make a make an ex, I'm gonna expose you now guy with the hat with the black hat on and you just took your communion you know who you are don't you can you stand up for a second <laughs> so good can you stand up yeah it's you it's ne yeah you're next to the, the the Germans you could be German as well Is he, are you German as well you are? Oh, good, okay. Do you speak English? 
Yeah, okay, cool, awesome. I, 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 it was really interesting. I was, looking, I was looking at you earlier, and when I looked at you, I saw um, your white T-shirt. And it's funny because we were talking about cleansing, we were talking about purity, and I really felt the Lord say that you carry the heart of a king, the heart of a king. And I know that it says in the Word that we are kings and priests. Now, I don't know what you like to do with your life, whatever, but I felt like there was something that God was bringing you into where you were going to administrate your royal identity of who you are as a king in God, a king and a priest. And people were going to see the purity and your manner of walk and they were going to follow in your footsteps and follow in the ways of God. And I got this beautiful scripture that says, imitate, Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And I really feel like that is going to be a life scripture for you specifically, that there is a life script, that God, there is something of imitate me as I imitate Christ and people will follow your walk. And I saw that people were following up behind you. And as they were walking, I saw them hunched over. First of all, not with not, I haven't got great posture, but with bad posture and they were hunched over like this. But as they were walking in your footsteps and imitating you, they started to change posture as they were walking. And I felt the Lord say that He will teach people, imitate me as I didn't imitate Christ, but He will teach people how to walk as kings. And I felt the Lord say that He will take the poor from, because it says that He takes the poor from the dust and enables them to seat with the princes. And I really felt that that was part of your calling. And I don't know if you're into the things of evangelism, but I can tell you right now that you are one, I believe, that will snatch others from the fire. You will literally, it says, be merciful to those who doubt and snatch others from the fire. And I feel like what's going to happen is you're going to have this soul winning thing where you win the souls of the people and then they will imitate you as you imitate Christ and you will teach them to walk in kingship as they move forward. I really believe that. Can I just pray for you? What's your first name? Clarence. James. Good, good, Clarence. Okay. So Father, right now, right now. Father, we thank you for Clarence right now in Jesus' name. We thank you. Somebody look up the name Clarence for me. There's something prophetic on that. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for James and we thank you for who he is. We thank you, God, that he is one who will have many follow after him, who will imitate him as he imitates Christ. And we thank You right now that He will draw men unto You through the words that He speaks. Paul says, I've become like a Jew to win the Jews. I've become like one under the law to win those under the law. The Lord, I become all things to all men that I might win some. And the Lord says that that's part of Your calling. Part of Your calling is to change according to the need and to bring people through. So Father, we thank You for James right now. And we thank You for who He is and what He's called to do in this next season. And we thank You, God, that he would, You would make Him fish a fisher of men, but also You would teach Him what to do in order to disciple those people in order that they would occupy their identity as kings on the earth in You, in the Name of Jesus. And everybody said, Okay, so the name Clarence means bright, shining, gentle and clear. And I felt the Lord say specifically, purity, clarity, bright, shining, what was it? gentle and, and clear in Jesus' Name. So good. Father, we thank You for tonight. We thank You for everything that You did. Look, everyone's taking communion early. We thank You right now. And we thank You for what Jesus did on the cross. We give You glory and honour. And we acknowledge that we can only ascend and we can only be cleansed because of your blood, in Jesus' name. Take. Is there something just, oh sorry. Finish your communion. So good. Does the word roommaker mean anything to anyone here? Roommaker. R-U-E-M-A-K-E-R. It might be someone on live stream. Roommaker. Do, what does it mean? Can you look it up for me? Just really quickly. We're nearly, we really are nearly done. How many people feel freer as a result of today already? So good. Isn't that awesome? So, so good. Does anyone look it up for me? Just really quickly. Just I'll just do this one and then I'll land. 
Rumaker, R-U-E-M-A-K-E-R. Just one of the interns, one of the staff. Might just be a name. Could be a German, is it a German word? Any Germans? No. We've got a big German. How many? Anyone? Oh, it's all good. Okay, so good. All right, it's not not happening fast enough, so we'll just we'll leave it there. Nothing. Okay, cool. All right. Bless you. Thank you so much for being part of what we were doing here tonight. All right. Okay. All right. Just really quickly, Roommaker. I don't know what it is, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, tell me what Roommaker is. I can't go past it. I just feel like there is someone here. Okay, is there someone who's a fashion designer here or wants to create clothes? I don't, okay, there we go, okay. I don't even know what this is, but the word, I got the word roommaker. I don't even know what that is. Um, and I saw a, a design and somebody being a dress designer, but they weren't just designing them. They were actually cutting them from all different coloured cloth. Is that something you want to do? Is that something you've already done? Oh, okay, all right. Can you stand up, please? Awesome. Okay, so Father, right now in the name of Jesus, oh, thank you. I just thank you so much. Okay, you're Eunice. Okay, so, so I'm so I'm so sorry. It's my fault, Father. Right now, you, Father, just stand up, Father. Right now, can I just get someone behind Eunice really quickly? And then we're going to shut off the live stream just after this, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for Eunice. You can put your hands towards her. We just thank you right now for this creative designing element to create to to. I just see you creating these fashions, but the fashions have leaves all over them. And so I said, have you ever designed one with leaves on it? I saw the leaves. Okay, I just, I feel like, and I've heard what the leaves for, and the Lord said the leaves represent the, the healing of the nations. And so I really felt that there was something on the design component that was gonna touch the nations. And there was gonna be a realm of healing release as you, as you did that. And so the Lord is saying in this next season for you, Eunice, that there is going to be a realm of creativity that He baptises you in, but also mantles you with, that actually brings a realm of prophetic deliverance and healing as a result of people wearing the clothes that you create for them. And so that's really good because you're clothing them in a new brand. And the Lord says you're branding them in a new brand, not a worldly brand, but a heavenly brand that will bring healing and deliverance to, the, to their world. In Jesus' Name. And everybody said, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Come on. So good. Well, bless you. Thanks so much for... For, for being here tonight in the midst of a crazy, crazy storm outside. You know that there was a tornado in Tea Tree Gully tonight, did you know that? And also it was snowing today, I got snow footage and it was hailing, how many people got hail? It's been a very interesting, how many of you believe that this is a normal weather system? How many of you think that it could be made somewhere else? Okay, me too. Okay, awesome. Well, bless you guys. We look forward to seeing you on a Sunday, 10.30. Bless you. Thanks so much for being with us and have a great night and get some new shoes. Amen. <laughs>